First off, thanks. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. You know, for me, what struck me the most about everything at Southwestern that you guys stand for is your culture and what you're really trying to do with your life, how you're trying to help people. A little background about me, for those of you who don't know me, I had no idea what I was going to do in my life. None. I didn't grow up with anything. My family didn't have anything special. We were middle class to, you know, just normal people. I remember when I was a kid, I would, my mom and dad got divorced when I was seven or eight or so. And, and my dad didn't have much. He had a business. He diluted it, you know, because he just wasn't doing what it needed to do. And I remember sitting in a one bedroom apartment, sleeping on a mattress in my dad's house with him on the same mattress. We didn't have a headboard. We didn't have a box spring. It was just a mattress. Being a young kid, I thought it was probably the coolest thing in the world because I could sleep with my dad. You know, I'm like, I don't know a difference. It's kind of cool. But looking back and now that I'm a parent and get older, it's like, you know, that had to be a really rough situation for him going through those things. And I've seen my father and family fight over and over in my life to just kind of survive, you know, and, and I think that's most people, you know, and, and so I was always, I was very fortunate enough. I grew up in a place called Boca Raton, Florida, if any of y'all have been there. It's very affluent. And I'm fortunate enough to have grown there. I was not affluent. I was on the poor side of Boca. I was the person that didn't have anything, like a lot of other people there too. But what was so good about it for me looking back is that I was able to see things. I was able to put things together. I was able to see who had the power. I was able to see who made decisions, who paid the bills. And I wanted that. And so I always try to figure out how, how to get that. I had no idea. I had no idea at all. I knew that I was destined for something just bigger, bigger than just kind of surviving every day. I mean, I always felt that way since I was a child. I had no idea the avenue. I had no idea where it was going to take me. And so I started getting into some businesses, had a couple that did very well, fortunately. And I saw insurance on accident. When I saw insurance, and I was like, I saw it and I saw the opportunity. And I was like, wow, this is, this is something unbelievable. Why? What I loved about the insurance industry was a few things. One, I like residual income. Like, I think it's, that's one of the only ways that you could ever kind of maybe get ahead is having some type of residual income, which is huge. Two, it's recession proof. It's been around since the 1700s. It's not going anywhere. Everyone needs it. It's now pandemic proof. We proved that. I, I saw the opportunity of, yes, making a lot of money, but I also saw the opportunity of helping a lot of people. Again, that's what I think that we're all here to do is in some way, shape, or form, inspire and help and find a way to make other people's lives better. And in turn, it makes our lives better. I saw all these things and it made me very intrigued in insurance. So I jumped in. Now, when I do something, if I'm going to do it, I do it. I don't, I don't like kind of put one foot in and see how it goes because that doesn't work. So when I got into this business, one of the main things I realized was this is probably the most simplistic and simple business I've ever seen. Matter of fact, it was so simple, I talked myself out of it for a minute. No, seriously, I did. I, ta- I was like, there's no way. There's no way that like I can just get some leads. I can call them. They're asking for life insurance. So when I saw this business again, I saw, I saw how simple it was. And I was like, huh, all I have to do is get leads, call them, tell them I'm coming over, go to their house and get them what they asked for. Now, it's a business. It's a real business. It's a real, sustainable, viable business. I knew that I had to work hard. See, the one thing I loved about this business from day one is it doesn't discriminate on anything. Where you're from, how tall you are, short you are, skinny you are, how not skinny you are, your skin color, nothing. It it discriminates on one thing, and that's work. If you don't work, you're going to hate this business. If you work your butt off every day, this will be the most rewarding business you've ever been in. I promise you. I can say it firsthand. 
this will be the most rewarding business you've ever been in because you have the opportunity to not only one, help yourself, help your family, which always has to come first, but also at the same time, have the impact on so many others' lives, have the impact on the clients you protect. But that's all this takes is work, a crazy amount of work. Now, as simple as this business is, just like any other business, the person who affects the most people wins. The person who helps people make the most money makes the most money. And that's capitalism. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's life. That's what it is. One of the best things about life insurance that was intriguing to me is that it's the one thing in this country or even in this world that everyone needs. It doesn't matter how old you are, nothing. Everyone needs it. Everyone. I have a product that I can now offer to everyone. You can't replace life. But the financial burden that people go through, if, if, if it can be alleviated just a little bit, nothing's free. Funerals definitely aren't free. You know, you played your part, you know, and so that's the beauty of life insurance. We're actually making a difference. We're selling something that is literally going to impact people's lives. So you're making a real difference in people's lives, which in turn makes a real difference in your life. See, what I've learned in this business for me is like any business, like anyone else, when you first start out, it has to be about you. It has to. Because you have to make money for you and your family. You have to make money to survive. However, as you get into this thing and when you start really understanding it and you're able to see, I'm affecting people on the field and then I start bringing people into this business and you see them change their life, their financial future, their family's life, that's the best feeling in the world. When I was in high school, I swear to God, I think high school prepared me for this business and I didn't know that. I didn't know it then, but I think it prepared me. I really do. Because <laughs> I don't think I actually even went to class in high school. I think I just went to the tests. And um, I don't think I learned anything in high school. I think I just kind of took the tests. Even though I didn't take the test, I just copied the guy next to me. Or I, I swear, I remember like flipping over my, my shirt and having like, I, I would put notes, but I would tape my notes to my shirt. But all I did was copy. When I got into this business, what I did is I realized I see people having a lot of success here. And I looked at them and I go, what are they doing that I can't do? And the only conclusion I came up with is nothing. The only conclusion I came up with is they work really hard. Well, I'm not afraid of work. And I said, if I can outwork them, I can get ahead. But all I did every single day is copy what they did and then find out what they were doing that I wasn't doing and try to do it better. I just copied. I copied playbooks of people that not of one person, but of two or three or four or six or seven that were having success. And I would take pieces of it and start implementing it into my business and then took whatever I was doing and knew that was working and implemented it. And we became as good and or better because we passed a lot of them very quickly. So the first thing I'd say is become a good copycat. That's what you, all you have to do in our business. This is a copycat business. So that's number one. Number two, the biggest thing I've seen that people that don't make it in our business is discipline. The, the biggest thing that gets people out of our business is discipline over and over and over again. What do I mean by that? This is a real business. And if you're going to work for yourself, you should work harder than if you were working for a company or if you were working for a boss. You should work harder for yourself. So discipline is everything. For me, I am scared that if I lose my discipline of what would happen. Because if I lose my discipline, I don't know what's going to be taken away from me. It scares me. I have a healthy fear of one, God, <laughs> and two, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't like the unknown of if I get lazy. Because the one thing I do know about anything in life that I've learned is that if you work really, 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 really hard, you deserve to have anything you want. You do. And if you're lazy, you don't deserve anything.
It's just what it is. And that's in, that's just in life period. That's what, look at the Bible. It talks about work a lot. And God never says don't, don't work hard ever. He always talks about working hard. So it's like, for me, discipline is the biggest thing that takes people out of our business. So you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, what am I willing to do? What am I willing to give up? Because you're going to have to give something up if you expect to make it in any business, but particularly this one. Some people it's alcohol. Some people it's video games. What are you willing to give up? If you can take those things, be a really good copycat and keep your discipline, you will have success. It's too easy of a business. It's too simple of a business for you not to. So with that said, I appreciate it.